0: up everyone and welcome back to project x talk my name is kevin aka the muffin mont and today i'm bringing you coverage of tango gameworks most recent title ghostwire tokyo currently available on playstation 5 and pc as a timed exclusive the title will be coming to xbox and game pass next march but i've played it and i want to let you guys know whether this game is worth your time and you need to run out and play it right now or if you're good to wait for Game Pass next year. If you like the content, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to our channel, but let's get into it. Ghostware Tokyo is a game that was revealed as a survival horror game and was coming from Tango Gameworks, the studio founded from Shinji Mikami, the creator of Resident Evil, so people were immediately excited. However, the more we saw of the game, the more it became apparent that this wasn't a survival horror game. It was instead an action-adventure game with slight horror elements. I've been intrigued since the opening trailer, and I actually got even more hooked the more I saw, so I decided to jump in despite the mixed reviews. What I have found personally is that Ghostwire Tokyo is a good game, but not a great game. You're put in the role of Akito, a man who was involved in a car accident and on the brink of death when a mysterious enemy and fog rolled through the city. These visitors, as they're known, turned everyone into spirits, and eventually Akito finds his body possessed by a spirit called KK, a mysterious man who's fighting against this evil entity. And while the two are initially at odds, they quickly become friends and form an alliance to work together. KK allows Aikido to use abilities like ethereal weaving that allows him to shoot wind water and fire elemental attacks out of his fingers and use ethereal strings to rip the cores out of the enemies. This also lets him absorb spirits that have been lost in the world. You can use the spirits to increase your combat abilities. Other tools are also at your disposal such as the bow and arrow, talismans, and these can be used in a variety of different ways. I will say that at the start, the combat for Ghostwire Tokyo can feel a bit limited. As the game progresses, however, you will start upgrading your abilities, and it becomes very satisfying. I say upgrade because the game gives you a skill tree. Once you get enough experience, you'll level up and be given skill points to distribute as you see fit. This lets you play the way you want. If you want to go full frontal assault, then perhaps you focus on ethereal weaving abilities, but... The game also allows you to approach every combat encounter from a stealth perspective. You're able to use talismans to stun enemies, expose their cores, or even distract them while you get to jump on them and sneak up behind for stealth instant kills. The combat is incredibly fun in this game, and that is one of the reasons I like it. The animations are absolutely stellar, the hand jutsus are beautiful to watch, and I never get sick of seeing them. However, I often feel that Ghostware Tokyo is at odds with itself. The actual main story missions you'll complete during the 7 chapters feel like a tight experience and in my opinion, this is what shines during the game. During most main missions, you're removed from the open world structure and essentially are put into a closed off linear style area. And honestly, during these missions, you understand why it was originally viewed as a horror game. Because these elements are present during these missions. You get dark lighting, disturbing shadows, psychedelic imagery that messes with your mind. It shifts the environment and creates a really fantastic atmosphere. My issue comes in between these missions. You're thrown into an open world Tokyo and told to explore the hundreds of quest markers displayed on your map. This wouldn't be a problem, and could actually go a long way to enhance the lore and experience of Ghostwire Tokyo if the content you were doing was actually enriching the experience in any way. You find yourself cleansing Tori shrines to remove fog and reel more of the map, same thing you've done in Assassin's Creed a thousand times, but just reskinned, doing so also introduces further icons. For the side content, you'll find yourself searching for hidden tanukis, collecting the overwhelming amount of spirits scattered throughout the city, or doing side quests for the departed souls of Tokyo. Some of these can be good, especially the ones based on real yokai lore, but others are nothing more than glorified fetch quests. The open world feels tacked on simply to extend the playtime without offering much substance. Unfortunately, you're going to need to engage with the open world in order to level up through the collection of spirits and gather items that you'll need to progress through the main story missions. These items include beads that will give you more power boost, and they can also include outfits for your character. You are able to change your outfits, but as far as I can tell, they don't have any stats attached to them. And since the game is first person, this is basically pointless because you're never going to see them. From a technical standpoint, the game offers numerous different modes on the PlayStation 5. You're able to play in performance, quality, or fidelity, however you want to call it. And then it also has additional ones where it unlocks the frame rate in fidelity. Uh, It just lets you choose how you want to play. I personally ran performance mode, and the game ran flawlessly at 60 frames per second. I didn't notice any noticeable frame rate drops. And the game itself, while not groundbreaking, looks a very solid title. The sound design is a mixed bag for me. I think the soundtrack fits the world very well and has some beautiful tracks on it. The spirits crying for help or making random comments really helps to enhance the world as you're exploring. But Tengu that are scattered throughout the world for easy transversal, again on rooftops, are much louder than anything else in the game and they make an awful noise. This is a small critique but it did frustrate me during my playthrough also since it's on playstation 5 i feel i need to address the dual sense implementation which in my opinion is fantastic the adaptive triggers give you resistance when you're pulling back on the bow absorbing spirits or when you're cleansing a tori gate however the haptic feedback is what really shines for me in a way that hasn't since astro's playroom the feeling you get when it rains throughout tokyo is absolutely phenomenal and it immerses you into the experience so much more I'm not disappointed in this game as I really love the story and my journey with Akito and KK. The combat is an absolute blast and the setting is wonderful, but the tacked on open world holds ghostwire Tokyo back from being anything more than just a good game in a sea of good games. This is without a doubt a game. You should wait for a sale or wait for it to come to game pass next year. Well, that's all I got today, guys. If you like this video, remember to like, share, subscribe. If you want our content early, head on over to Patreon.com/slash Project X Talk. But until next time, I've been Kevin for Project X Talk. I'll see you. Goodbye.